You're listening to Your Money and Your Life, a podcast helping to break the cycle of borrowing from loan sharks and supporting victims caught in their trap through successful partnership working with IMLT, the illegal money lending team. If you're affected by anything in this episode or believe you or someone you know has been bitten by a loan shark, help is only a phone call away. Get in touch by calling 0300 555 2. Welcome back to the Your Money and Your Life podcast. Across the series, I've had the chance to talk to a number of organisations who are playing their part in tackling loan sharks. Today, I'm going to be sitting down with Becky, a woman who borrowed £50 off someone she thought was her friend, but soon became entrapped by a loan shark and £35,000 in debt. Becky shares her agonising story to highlight the dangers of loan sharks and encourage other victims to come forward. The main reason people borrow from loan sharks is to pay their monthly bills or deal with day-to-day living expenses. This was no different for Becky. After she and her family moved to a new area, they found themselves in financial difficulties. I needed the money for school uniform for my children and I just didn't have the money at the time. My husband had just been made redundant. Um, I didn't have the right money coming in. Very difficult time. I'd gone in arrears with my rent. We just didn't have the money coming in. And a friend mentioned about a loan shark. And we just had a conversation and I just went, I don't know if I can afford new shoes. And the person said, I could get you some money. And I was like, really? What's the catch? And uh, she basically said, you borrow 50, the next week you give them £100 back. And at the time I thought, well, desperate measures. So I I agreed to them terms and borrowed the £50 to go and get my children's uniform. 61% of the victims we supported during 2019 at IMLT were told about the lender by friends or family members, whilst 10% met the lender at either their own or the lender's workplace. Given that you were introduced to the lender through a friend, Becky, did they keep their word and stick to the initial terms? She kept piling on the interest and a reasonable amount I could pay back was like, the most was £75 a week. It came to 200 to £250 a week I was paying back. The debt wasn't going down. She knew when I got paid and she'd be sat there in the car outside the post office. So there was no way I could escape. So myself, I could go days without food and to the point where, yeah, I used to count how many chips I had on my plate to eat for me to just survive on that bit of food just so my kids could have the rest. Becky initially borrowed just £50, but ended up with a £1,500 debt. Over eight years, and with interest charges at 100% per week, she repaid nearly £35,000 during that time. After years of worrying over money, things weren't getting any easier. She told me I still owed £16,000. I couldn't breathe. I was petrified. I made, oh God, I made my kids leave the curtains drawn 
because I didn't want them to think I was in. If they were banging on the door, I would cuddle up with my kids in my bedroom with them just to help them pray that they'd go away. And then it started getting a little bit nasty. Um, the threats. She would text my children and say, look, tell your mum to get in touch with me or else I'm not going to be able to stop them from coming to the house. So it scared my kids as well as myself. And my mental health went down, completely down. But I tried to take my life on a few times. Left feeling like she'd hit rock bottom, Becky confided in her local housing officer, who reassured her she no longer needed to keep making payments to the loan shark and was able to support Becky in moving into a new home in a completely different area. I'm in a lot better place. Don't get me wrong, I'm still looking over my shoulder. I still have the fear of them finding me. But I can breathe. I can start living life. There is help out there. And if you are tempted to go to a loan shark, don't. It's like a, a rut that you can't get out of. It destroys families. It almost destroyed mine. Without the people that worked with me, I wouldn't be here today. Through the proceeds of Crime Act, also referred to as POCA, IMLT is able to seize loan sharks' money and assets, including property, cars and any valuables, and invest that money into the local community. Knowing that they strip them of proceeds of the crime makes me happy because then I know they're not benefiting from it. They're not lavishing in a lifestyle that I only dream of. So actually getting them stripped of their ill-gotten gains, I applaud them and say thank you. And if you are in that rut with the loan shark, get the help because there is people out there that will support you, will help you and will guarantee your safety. If you or someone you know is involved with a loan shark, it's important that you take the first step in getting your life back or helping someone else to reclaim theirs, just like Becky. You can report a loan shark or a legal moneylender to us in complete confidence and anonymously. After you've reported a loan shark to us, we will ring you, if you want us to, at a time to suit you and talk to you about what has happened. So if we've mentioned anything in today's podcast episode that you would like advice on, head over to our website, www.stoploansharks.co.uk or give us a call on 0300 555 Now, as Becky mentioned, at IMLT, we use POCA to recover and confiscate any proceeds made through illegal activities like loan sharks. Across the series, we've talked about how these funds are redistributed as POCA grants, supporting people with projects that aim to keep loan sharks away. Today, we're going to hear from some of the liaise officers who work on the ground and support victims like Becky throughout the investigation of a loan shark. As a liaise officer, what kind of things do you do to support any loan shark victims? Um, okay, so liaise stands for Lead in Awareness, Intelligence, Support and Education Officer. Um, so we work with victims of illegal lenders to ensure that they have access to all services required to ensure they remain safe and that they're supported through a transition into financial inclusion. Um, part of our role is to generate intelligence within communities and work with local partnerships to raise awareness about illegal money lending and promote ways 
of borrowing safely um, for the victim. The victim's always um, our priority. So we also provide um, information on, on legal processes and support victims and witnesses if they're required to give evidence in court. Assessing victims' needs, both practical and emotionally, and then arranging or directly giving them the care and support that they need. So that's encompassed in risk assessments, needs assessments that looks at their mental health, um, their financial circumstances, their current living conditions, their ability to advocate for themselves, what support they need. So making sure that the, they have access to relevant services and agencies, including credit unions, advice services and other organisations that help with their overall and general well-being. We generally help victims get their lives back on track and reduce the money worries that they have. So there's many, many measures that we put in place to look at their entire situation from their current living to their financial well-being to their emotional support, their mental health. And we put measures in place to support the entire spectrum um, surrounding that. So that's what we do generally um, in a nutshell. Although each individual is treated according to their own individual needs. And um, for me, um, I think that the main thing that, that we do to support victims is keeping them emotionally stable. We are um, a sounding point for our victims um, and we will guide them through the process e each step of the way. I think the, the main thing that we do, the best thing that we do is, is help people get that, the control back because quite often the loan shark has taken control of the whole situation and by empowering that victim, providing them with all the information, they can start building their life back by taking the, making their own decisions going forward. Um, and, and we help them take that back, that control. From what you've seen and experienced, what kind of impact do loan sharks have on the lives of their victims? Loan sharks have a completely devastating effect um, on the victims. I often see um, a, a, a loan shark and a victim a bit like a pestle and a mortar, where over a period of time, the loan shark will, will just grind down the victim. So they, they just become a, an emotional shell. Um, so they're really unable to, to help themselves, um, which is why we, we do a lot of partnership work um, with other agencies. So, so they can reach the victims that, that, that we need to support as well. Loan sharks reign by fear. Um, so quite often the victims are, are paranoid, that they become withdrawn, they become depressed, their anxiety levels are massive, they're completely stressed out because it, it's, it's all about that the loan shark having the control. And sometimes the victim, unfortunately, believes that that loan shark is their friend. Um, you know, and I, that is absolutely not the case. Um, it's just that the way of, of, of that loan shark, keeping the control to make sure that the victim um, will, will keep on paying the money. And also, if if the, the victim believes that the loan shark is their friend, they're less likely to report what's happening to them. Um, you know, I think for men as well, um, male victims, I think it's it's really more difficult for them because that they, you know, that they, they want to sort it out themselves. They, they don't want to be seen as weak to their family. So I think loan sharks have a, a, a bigger control o over over men. Um, and quite often they can destroy families because, you know, if if, if, if you're if 
if you're a, a male um, and you're going out working all the hours God sends and, and you're coming home um, and, and you've got no money and you, your partner's like, well, where, where's all your money gone? And then it causes increased pressure financially at home. Uh, it causes increased pressure on the children uh, because maybe dad's been beaten up by a loan shark or mum's really worrying about money because her, what she sees as the priority is is to give the, the, the loan shark that money so, so the kids completely go without. Yeah, um, just to follow on from that, you know, if you are trapped in a cycle of debt, it is one of the most soul-destroying things that any individual experiences um, in their life. So people are, can be trapped in a cycle of debt with legitimate debt so you can only imagine what our what the victims who are impacted by the clutches of a loan shark you can only imagine how soul destroying their lives um, tend to be you know if you are struggling with debt and on top of that you have thinly veiled threats ranging to strongly veiled threats to actual actual physical um, assault which has happened in some circumstances you know it's 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 absolutely psychologically destroying um, for the victims and it's heartbreaking to listen to their experiences and that's one of the reasons why we're so passionate about getting their their lives on track because you know they're at risk of losing their homes they're at risk of losing their livelihoods and, and as my colleague said there's many other circumstances that feed into being involved um, with a loan shark um, not wanting to leave your homes, being afraid to take the children to school, being afraid to go to the supermarket in case you're spotted on the street, not wanting to open your front door in case the person presents themselves. You know, there's many, many um, scenarios that um, victims experience and um, it's traumatising for them, which is why there's a high level of depression and anxiety and stress um, and even suicidal thoughts. So those are just some of the impacts of being involved with a loan shark. Loan sharks prey on vulnerable people, offering to help solve their financial problems. However, this help often turns to intimidation and threats of violence when repayments are missed. This can lead to borrowers fearing for their safety and scared to leave their house. Can you tell us about some of the cases where your support has helped change the lives of the victims and their families? Yes, um... I've got a, um, one particular case that comes to mind. Um, I'm dealing, I'm working with um, a victim um, who's a young female. Um, this particular female um, was involved with a particularly nasty um, loan shark. And this particular loan shark had sent one of his associates um, to seek out um, the victim and, and my victim was physically attacked in the street in broad daylight, you know, and, you know, she basically ran into the road in, in, into oncoming traffic to try to flee um, the suspect before taking shelter. Um, where she felt that she could be safe for a moment. Um, obviously, as a young individual, that was absolutely petrifying for her. So I, I had to work with her and other partners to find alternative emergency accommodation for her, because obviously 
um, the loan shark was aware of her location and her immediate surroundings. So we moved this individual with the help of other partners to a safe location where her and her family um, could be free from the clutches of this um, individual. Um, I've been able to maintain daily contact with this person um, to carry out welfare checks just to make sure that things are in place. She was trapped in a cycle of debt. Um, she was in receipt of benefits and she had to hand over all of the benefits to the loan shark, which left her with no money. So that forced her to borrow money again from the loan shark in order to live for the rest of the month. When the month end came and she was in receipt of benefits again, that had to be handed over to Loan Shark, which again left her with nothing. So she had to borrow again. So this is just an example of the cycle of debt that she was trapped into. She absolutely couldn't get out of it. But as soon as we stepped in to support the individual, you know, I can confidently say that she's feeling safe now. She's happier now. You know, the, the loan shark is being dealt with, no longer harassing her. And she can go about her everyday business in a new environment, feeling um, free from fear and safety. So that's just one of the, the cases that I can think of um, to current date. Um, a couple of cases spring to mind for me. Um, the first is a, a, a taxi driver that, that we supported um, who was completely suicidal at the time. Um, his partner actually rang the, the hotline number to access support for him because she was really concerned that he was actually going to succeed in, in, in taking his life. Um, he was working long hours. Um, basically, all his money was just going on repaying the loan shark. His initial loan um, was £800 um, and he ended up over a period of, of 18 months paying over £20,000 back. Um, and the loan shark just wanted more and more and more money. And he, like like my colleague said, he had to keep borrowing uh, from the loan shark in order to sustain his you know his lifestyle so you know and that is, when I say lifestyle I just mean paying the bills you know keeping the property going paying the gas bill paying the electric bill in fact it got to the stage where um he stopped paying the bills because he didn't have any money um to do that so he, he, he stopped paying his mortgage and his family didn't know so there's four young girls in the house um, with the partner and none of them know that the, that the bills aren't being repaid and it got to the point where the bank threatened to, to repossess the family home, um, you know, and, it, you know, we, he, he didn't have any cash to keep on repaying. So, you know, the loan shark at one point took their, their pet dog, which they all adored and they all loved. But because the loan shark knew that that's what was important to them, that, that he, he removed that as again as, as a form of control, but also as a form of payment. And um, we were able to help this family uh, fortunately and um, we were able to stop stop the eviction from happening and um, so that the house wasn't repossessed we paid the loan shark a visit and um, the family have now 
been able to to sell that property and they've moved it moved away and and, and started their life over again and they've had no contact from, from that loan shark um you know and I'm, I'm pleased to say that you know the, the victim is, is no longer suicidal and you know is, is more open to talking through problems with his partner and and the family is much happier you know at one point when all the threats were happening um you know the loan shark they were having the tea sitting at the table and the loan shark just come banging on the window and, and gave them all the, the fright of their life and and to go from that stressful anxious situation um through to the life that they've got now that they're, they're they're forever grateful for the help that, that we've provided um you know an, another another case where we've helped um somebody that worked for the nhs where uh, they'd phone the hotline number um panicking they'd borrowed money uh, for family reasons from from this person who they thought was a friend and when i when i initially visited um the person they didn't really want to tell me any information because they believed that that this loan shark was actually their friend um this lady had, had paid back over £50,000 already to this guy and they'd only been borrowing small sums of money like £2,000, £3,000, £5,000 and it was all to help family. It wasn't for, an, you know, anything more than that. Um, she called the hotline number because she could absolutely see no way out and I remember visiting her on the Thursday and providing reassurance and telling her what we can do to help and, you know, saying to her you know that there actually is a way out and she told me that had I not visited and had I not provided that reassurance the only option that she could see was was to take her own life and she had a, a she'd been stockpiling tablets um and she had them all in a in her bedroom ready so when she was coming off a, a, a shift that night she was going to come home take all the pills and and that 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 would have been the end for her but fortunately uh, we we were able to to get there in time and provide that reassurance and again um that that loan shark situation has moved moved on and you, you know she is in a a much brighter happier place Thank you so much for joining us today. You've both been great, giving us a real insight into the life-changing support the Liaise team provide and how it has helped victims like Becky get their lives back on track. The England Illegal Money Lending Team has recently reached a major milestone, helping over 30,000 people escape the clutches of loan sharks and writing off over £80 million worth of illegal debt. Before we end this particular episode, would either of you like to give some last words of advice for anyone listening to this podcast who currently owes money to a loan shark? Um, the advice that I would give is to call our hotline in confidence. You people are so fearful about coming forward for obvious reasons or, like my colleague said, because they believe the person to be a friend. But all we want to do in the first instance is to offer you advice, support and guidance. You have nothing to lose from coming forward, but everything to gain. Um, so please call our hotline number. It's open 24 hours, seven days a week, where you will be met with somebody who has great skill, great empathy, and will support you throughout the entire process, at least offer you guidance on what steps can be taken. Um please don't suffer in silence. Please don't believe that you're the only person that's actually going through this situation with the loan shark because there's many more people that are actually going through exactly the same thing. 
it's re- it's a really difficult step to make that call but I'm you know I can assure you that when you do make that call or when you do send that email to to our website or you send that message on our Facebook page you will immediately get that support that you need and and you will feel a hundred times better so please 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 you know get get the help that you need you haven't done nothing wrong it's it's the loan shark that's actually absolutely breaking the law and, and committing the crime thanks again for tuning in and following the your money and your life podcast series remember if there was anything mentioned in this series that you would like more information about head over to our website at www.stoploansharks.co.uk or give us a call on 0300 also, if you've been inspired by our successful partnerships and are interested in starting your own project to target loan sharks, IMLT's Pocket Grants is now available to apply for. Last year, the team granted £141,269 to 37 crime-busting initiatives and were keen to offer further help and support to local communities and neighbourhoods to avoid loan sharks. For more information, visit our website or check the show notes for this podcast episode to find the link and go straight to the Pocket page. Thanks for listening to Your Money and Your Life, a podcast helping to break the cycle of borrowing from loan sharks and supporting victims caught in their trap through successful partnership working with IMLT, the illegal money lending team. And remember, if you've been bitten by a loan shark, help is only a phone call away on 0300 555 222.